I don't know if you guys have heard the word on the street, but apparently leaving a review on this podcast rockets you to the top 1% of the world's smartest people. I'm just kidding. I can't vouch for that, but here's something I can vouch for. Your feedback matters to me. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, I'd really appreciate if you could take 15 seconds to drop a review. It's your words that help shape this podcast. Let's get into the episode. I hope you enjoy. So now your friend comes up to you while you're listening to this sad music and you're scrolling through TikTok watching sad videos. And that evokes sad emotions. And your friend comes up and they ask you, how are you doing? And you tell them, uh, have you seen this video? It's super sad. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. One of the goals of this podcast is to help you take back control of your own reality. There's this massive trend going around about people talking about the matrix and the global elite and all of these things. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a realist. There are obviously certain entities in the world which have lots of money and have lots of influence. And we live in an attention-driven economy, meaning your attention can be monetized. Have you ever asked yourself, why are all these social media platforms free? It's because you are the product that's being sold, your attention. When you sit at home and you watch TV and then it goes on commercial, they're getting paid for you sitting there watching their commercials. As you go through apps on your phone, there's those pop-up ads that you are forced to watch, which, once again, that app is getting paid for. If you take a step back in your life and you really evaluate what's going on, you'll notice that you are constantly being influenced. And like I said, the goal of this podcast or at least one of the goals, is to help you take back control of your own reality. So today, I want to present to you an idea, perhaps a theory, on how I believe the world actually works. And hopefully, by the end of this podcast, you'll be more aware of how you are subconsciously being programmed to be a certain way. And like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm simply just a realist. This isn't about the matrix. This isn't about some certain agenda. This is simply just my understanding of how humans work and an observation based on my personal life. But before we hop into that, if you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, also known as Cole World on social media. I have over 6.5 million followers across all my social media platforms, and I've encountered a lot of the same problems which you are most likely dealing with. I used to be kind of chubby, not confident, had no idea what to do with my life, was almost broke, but something along the way, something clicked, and all that changed. And through that process of me facing all my problems, I found a lot of solutions. And through those experiences and those hardships and those hurdles which I had to overcome, I became the person which you see today, the person that you know is Cold World. This podcast exists every single day for me to share with you those experiences and all of the information which I've gathered from my personal life. Hopefully through my experiences and the information that I've gathered so far in my life, I can provide you with some solutions to some of your problems. I've seen the amount of pain the amount of suffering, the amount of information that's being seeked out from my community. I've ran surveys, I talk to my community every day, and there's problems that need to be solved. So hopefully I can help you solve those problems. By the way, if you're not already following the podcast, please take two seconds to follow the podcast and turn on auto downloads. You can do that by going to the settings button if you're on Spotify. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can just go ahead and follow the podcast and turn on notifications. Like I said, this podcast exists for you, for my community. I'm not running ads. This is simply just me trying to help as many people as possible. So thank you for being here. As you saw in the title of this podcast, it is listed emotions, moods, temperaments, personality traits. Someone I really look up to and I love to listen to is Joe Dispenza. And there's one quote which he says 
that really pieced everything together for me. And I took this quote and I applied it to my own life and I had this massive realization. He says that emotions turn to moods, moods turn into temperaments, and temperaments turn into personality traits. Now, what does that really mean? Well, I want you to think about who you are as a person. How did you become who you are? What are your current personality traits? Or at least, what are the personality traits which you believe that you have or which others have ascribed to you externally? Meaning, how do other people identify you? Or how do you perceive that they identify you? Ask yourself that. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you know where that personality trait actually came from? And if you don't know, that's pretty common because most people do not think like this. But I want to present to you a framework, perhaps just an idea of potentially where that personality trait actually came from. So let's bring it down to bare bones. Everybody knows what an emotion is. An emotion is essentially just a physiological response to a certain stimulus. And typically these emotions can actually be learned. Let me give you an example. People in one culture may associate the color red with happiness. But in the West, typically the color red is associated with anger. What do you think of when you think of the color red? What emotions do you feel? That is a learned response to that color. And if it wasn't learned, tell me why different cultures have different responses to different colors. This is just something that I have personally observed. So we can agree that everyone has different emotional responses to different stimulus based on their own experiences. How you view TikTok is not how I view TikTok. How you perceive certain things in the world is not how I perceive them and therefore not how I feel towards them. People have different emotional responses to different stimulus. Hey, Cold Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. Cool. Next is moods. So when a certain emotion arises, that leads to a mood. Think about it. When you get upset about someone annoying you, that is an emotion that turns into a mood. Now you are what? Annoyed. Let's say your friend's messing with you in class, or that little cousin continues to mess with you at Thanksgiving or Christmas. Now you carry that emotion over the next hour or two, and someone else in your family comes up to you and you snap at them, and they ask you, what's wrong? And you're like, sorry, I'm just really annoyed. You're currently in a mood. Cool. Let's take another example. Let's say you're on social media, aka your attention is directed towards social media. Let's say you have a tendency to watch sad content or depressive content. Let's hypothetically say as well, you have a tendency to listen to sad music, depressing music. Let's combine those two things. And let's say when you engage in those activities of consuming that social media content and listening to that music, you have a certain emotion and that emotion turns into a mood. So now your friend comes up to you while you're listening to this sad music and you're scrolling through TikTok watching sad videos and that evokes sad emotions. And your friend comes up and they ask you, how are you doing? And you tell them, uh, have you seen this video? It's super sad. And over time, you continuously engage in listening to sad music and watching sad content depressive content. The algorithm picks up on your tendencies and it starts to feed you more of that content. So it takes you through a negative feedback loop. Now, those emotions that you continuously feel turn into your mood. And by the way, while that friend is talking to you, he notices, hey man, you seem a little bit down. And you tell him, ah, oh, no, don't worry about it. I just saw this sad piece of content and it kind of just put me in a sad mood. Cool. Okay. So now let's move into the next step. Moods turn to temperaments. So if we can agree that an emotion eventually can become a mood over a prolonged period, what about temperament? Well, going off that same example, if you are someone who has a tendency to listen to sad music, watch sad movies, and maybe have a more sad for you page or a sad explore page, and you consume a lot of that content, over time, that will influence your mood and therefore your temperament. 
And your temperament is what? Essentially a prolonged mood of you are known as this type of person. They have this type of temperament. They have a more depressive, sad vibe to them. Think of someone that you know right now that you think that they have that certain type of temperament, a more low-key, kind of depressive, sad vibe, just not a lot of energy, seems kind of mopey. Where did that come from? But back to the example, if you hold that temperament for long enough and you reinforce those emotions, which turn into moods, which reinforce your temperament, eventually that becomes a personality trait. People around you are going to label you as someone who is sad or more depressive. Now, I tried to break that down as simple as possible, but that is actually not the point of today's episode. And you're probably thinking to yourself, wait, that's not the point? Because I'm sure a lot of people are a little bit mind blown from that concept, that emotions make you. I'll give you a more explicit example. Let's say a young individual was treated a certain negative way when they were younger, and they were continuously treated that way. Do you think that those emotions had anything to do with the personality traits which they have now? Maybe. I would say yes. But the thing is, is that most people only look at the worst or most extreme experiences and say, that is responsible for who I am. But this is literally how you work. The smaller accumulation of the continuous thing, the continuous reinforcement, your habits, your continuous emotions are leading to who you are, your personality traits. But pivoting a little bit here, the question which I wanted to ask you, and the main point I wanted to give to you today to really help you think, because this is something that I've been thinking about. If we can agree that emotions lead to personality traits, right? As we've explained, I think at this point, we definitely agree on that. Cool. Then what happens when someone controls your emotions? What happens when you are not aware of someone who is influencing your emotions? Because if they control your emotions, what else do they control? Perhaps your mood, perhaps your temperament. What about your personality traits? I'm not going to answer that question, but rather leave it on the table for you. One of the reasons why I believe being able to to be aware of your external environment and how things make you feel is because I have an understanding of what actually makes a person. A person is made from their emotions because emotions lead to what? Personality traits. So like I said, my question to you is, who influences your emotions? Or how about this? What is influencing your emotions? If you can identify who and what is influencing your emotions, you can identify who is influencing who you are, who you identify as, what your beliefs are. This is why I always say, be aware of how your external environment is making you feel. What are these certain media sources, these certain people, these certain influential individuals making you feel, making you think? Because ultimately that is who you are. How you feel is who you are. So if you do not have control over your emotions and you're unable to put the blinders on, the guardrails on, and shield out the things which are attempting to emotionally control you, how much control do you have over yourself? So what is my advice to you based off my personal experience? My only advice to you is what it always is. Be more aware of how these external stimulus are making you feel, think, and act. Because if you can identify something that makes you feel sad or makes you feel angry or manipulates your emotion and you understand that emotions become personality traits, do you really think it's in your best interest to continue to consume that thing or continue to allow that person to say that thing or to even listen to that person? Why do you think I like to stay in my own bubble and I'm very careful about where I spend my time? It's not about ego. It's about understanding human psychology and how we work. I refuse to let others control my emotions. And I suggest you do the same. I'll see you in the next one, Cold Army.